Nieves. seen this podcast i'm your host jake spencer here with my co-host and good friend ethan wilson hello and this podcast is where we watch a movie that the other one hasn't seen and then we discuss it here this week's movie is a 1996 comic book feature the phantom starring billy zane as the title character treat williams christy swanson Catherine zeta jones james remar and patrick mcguin and several others. And this movie is uh, it's a little uh, superhero movie based on an old uh, classic comic strip started in 1938. Just a quick reaction from you. What did you, what did you see your initial thought of the movie? Just real quick. Uh, pretty much 90s, like just the way the superhero movies were in the 90s. It uh-huh. reminded me. The kind of tone reminded me a lot of like the. Not the Tim Burton Batman's, but the the ones right after that with like, um, with Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer and, and George, and George Clooney. Clooney, kind of that kind of tone, like okay, comedy, kind of a little bit campy, action. yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely the goal that they kind of went for for this movie. They kind of wanted it campy, and I think I mentioned this in the fun facts later, but it was written to kind of be more comedy and more tongue in cheek, and. He was like upset that, or he was the guy said that like he would that the movie flopped because they played it straight and not over the top. And I'm just like thinking yeah. like no, that's not true. Anyways, moving on. So I saw this movie when it came out, and I loved it. I saw it in theaters. It was one of my favorite movies. Then uh, back then, my mom's husband at the time was a VHS bootlegger sort of. He wouldn't sell <laughs> them, but he would rent movies and record them for us so like it was a little cheap christmas gift where he would just give us a vhs recorded copy of movies and my movie that christmas was the phantom and even though i'd already seen it i was ecstatic because i love this movie even still like it's just one of those childhood movies for me that never got bad the more like the older i got and the more i watched it like other movies have um but that's just personally for me um, I mean, you know me. I rewatch movies, all the movies and TV shows all the time, so it's very rare that something will just get bad to me. Yeah. And uh, and then you mentioned how you kind of heard of it uh, before to me. Yeah. Um, I had a comic book. It was like maybe Superman, uh-huh. or it was a Batman. Well, you know, one of the big the big guys, um, and it was just to add. It was an ad is either like the like the halfway point of the comic book or it was like the back cover ad uh-huh. or just Billy Zane holding up the ring with his looks like he's barely holding it together smile on his face. And it like, says Slam Evil. Yeah, it says like the Phantom and there's the the light coming out of the ring and it's like that Yeah. The the flame burst behind him, like the sunburst yeah. effect. Uh but I'd never seen it. I didn't. I don't know if I just didn't pay attention to it, or I thought it was something that my parents wouldn't rent me. Uh-huh. Uh, it just it never it never piqued my interest enough to ask you know to go to the video store and rent it. And I'm yeah. sure by the time I got the comic book and saw the the Phantom ad in it, um, that it was well out of theaters uh-huh. so yeah. yeah i just i'd never seen it never saw a trailer for it i just saw that one comic book ad but that comic book ad was memorable enough that i remember it yeah 
you know, 25 years later. <laughs> All right. So did you like it? Yes, I did. Okay. I did enjoy the movie. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Um, as far as what I was expecting, it was pretty much exactly what I was expecting. Uh-huh. I was expecting like, you know, a campy cartoon and live action yeah. style of movie. That's pretty much what you got for the most part. Yeah, the villain was way, way, way crazy, like over the top. Yeah, uh, and I really liked that. I really liked that villain character. And then Billy Zane, the whole time looked like he was just fighting, laughing so much through the movie. Because <laughs> I mean, the only other thing I've ever seen him in is Titanic, and his role is pretty okay. like villainous and serious. Yeah. So seeing him, seeing him in a role that was like. He's like this goofy, like suave action superhero was funny. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean it was a fun movie. I enjoyed watching it. So one thing I like about this movie is that it combines different storylines from the original like um, newspaper comic strips that it was originally in. So it combined the the Sing Brotherhood and the Sky Band. So it kind of you know so it has the Kabai Sang. And then also has like the sky pirates and stuff like the, and all yeah. that. So, and then just as a little side thing, like that character of uh, Jim uh, Jimmy was not originally going to be in it, but they kind of added him in because he was originally going to be like her love interest in the comics until they revealed in the comics that he wasn't actually the Phantom, and they made Kit Walker a different person, and then made him yeah. the Phantom. So that, I had read, yeah, I had read that, um, just on IMDb that. That yeah. character that you meet at the newspaper uh, with the the woman character. Yeah, with uh, Christy Swanson's character. Yeah, that, that he was he was originally like, is he? Isn't he the Phantom? And then yeah. they that was like back when the Phantom in the movie or the comic the, was still like yeah. a shadowy character. Yeah, they still didn't know who he was. And then they decided to go a different direction and then wrote the other guy out of the comic book. Yeah. The comic strip. But um, they brought him back in for the movie just as kind of like a, hey, remember this guy? Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. And um, so the funny thing about this era of movies, or like in the 90s, they released a few different style like movies like this. Like they were period pieces based on like comic book or things like that, like. In 1991, we got The Rocketeer, which I think was a comic. And it was also a period piece. Like, it was based in, like, the 40s because, like, the guy was fighting Nazis. And then The Shadow with Alec Baldwin from 1994 was kind of another period piece. And they all kind of flopped at the box office. Uh, like, fun, funny thing, right now before we get too far from you, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Shadow. I went to my grandpa's house this week to help my mom with some stuff. <clears throat> and I was talking to my cousin. And I was telling him about, I asked him if he'd ever seen The Phantom, because we used to watch these really funny, goofy movies when I was a little kid. Uh-huh. Um, and it just, it just checked every one of the boxes that, that, you know, of those movies. Like, we'd watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, you yeah. know, all sorts of, like, act, like, like, funny action movies. And he had never heard of The Phantom, but he did bring up The Shadow. He's like, is it like The Shadow? And I looked up The Shadow. Yeah. I'm like, that's pretty similar. And then in the... In the if you like if you like this movie you may like these movies yeah. section of IMDb the Phantoms the first movie and I said oh yeah I said see it's all I mean it's all the same genre so yeah <laughs> I think another one would be similar would be Dick Tracy yeah I remember that movie. yeah with um oh gosh I can't remember his name but he's uh what anyways moving Dick on Dick Tracy is a Dick Tracy yeah. But I I was trying to think of the, the actual actor, but I can't yeah, remember his it was name. Just, it was Dick Tracy. That's just his name, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm slapping myself emotionally or mentally <laughs> because I should know, and I don't remember it at, the, at this moment. But anyways, moving on. Um, what did you not like, or what did you think was a pro- were problems in this movie? I mean, there's probably a few. I mean, I know it's not a perfect movie by any means. Okay, so Catherine Zeta-Jones character. Mm. I mean, yep. She's like <laughs> this. She's like this super villain henchman, uh-huh. and then she flip flops just because the, Immediately. the one is just is just like you're mean. Why are you yeah. so mean? And it wasn't like a like a like a really like heavy roast or anything. It was yeah. just like 
you should not be so mean. And then Kevin yeah. Jones is like, okay. They, <laughs> like, they definitely removed or skipped a lot of her character <laughs> arc because of that. I actually even wrote that down and be, I don't know why. I mean, I could see that there'd be things like when they get to the island and that people are just dying for no reason at the beginning for like, you know, the cannon and then stuff. She's like, uh, okay, I guess I got in over my head and I get that part. But then, but before that, from the ca- the cab ride to the plane flight, there's nothing there. She's literally <laughs> yeah, just I'm flying just... the plane, and there's like, it's like maybe she was just introspecting a lot while she was flying the plane. But yeah, we didn't I don't see know, man. That. that was that was. I was just like, well, that's the you need to vet your henchmen better yeah. if they're gonna flip on you like that. Yeah. Um. Another thing is the Phantom knows how to do everything. Yeah, he he knows how to he knows how to fly the plane uh, at the first. Mm-hmm. He knows how to do an incredibly skilled jump from a plane <laughs> pontoon onto a a horse, and then catch a uh, another person jumping. Uh, the submarine launch. He's just like, yeah, you pull this lever and this lever. You guys are gonna be fine. I'm not gonna hit yeah. anything out there. You're not gonna explode. Trust me. Well, he I've checked the this. he checked the periscope. To well, make I know, sure. but yeah. but like you know. There's degrees and different yeah. things that you have to consider before you launch a anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't really get any explanation or background of, like, training or, or, or yeah. anything. You, you, you know that, hit, you know, someone watched their dad get killed on a pirate ship. Yeah. And that's kind of ambiguous as to who it is, so that then it's revealed at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, it's mentioned he went to, went to college. In New with, York or that area. Yeah. So, and then had to leave unexpectedly because his father was passing. But it's like, so he went to college and he studied everything? I don't... Yeah, I'm I'm just assuming that he had, like, secret trainers for various things. Yeah, because they said it was was seven years between the time that they uh, had seen each other. Between the time he left college at New York and him coming back to New York. Yeah. But, you know... Give me a little glimpse of him, like when he's ex- explaining, like, yeah, you know, you know, I was taking care of family stuff, yeah. and then just give me like a ten-minute scene of him fighting as the Phantom. Yeah, they, that's they, another thing. I would like to have seen him do like some fun stuff as the Phantom, and it was yeah. probably out. It was probably out of the budget for him to do that, for them to yeah. do that with the movie. But, uh, you know, his time as the Phantom is like, at the you know, him chasing the guy at the first with the with the yeah. truck and the skull and then then he's just kit walker in new york mm-hmm. and he's the phantom for a little bit and then he's the phantom to the end mm-hmm. but it's like a lot of like okay the phantom's riding on a plane and yep. then he's hiding in the rafters and then he fights for a few seconds and then the end you yeah know, it's, just, it's way more story heavy than it's a uh, yeah. Movie as much. The movie's only like an hour and a half long. Yeah, you know they could have pushed it to like hour fifty and it'd been yeah. fine. It wouldn't have been too much more to watch. Yeah. Um, and then another problem I had was the payoff of getting all three skulls together was kind yeah. of like a letdown. Yeah. Uh, they vaporized James Remar immediately. But they didn't really. Oh. It didn't seem like an all-powerful super weapon like it was yeah. described at the whole movie. Yeah. So. Those were the only real problems. I just would have liked, you know, like maybe he kills all the pirates with it, or it makes him like super strong, or whoever yeah. it is like encompasses, like holds it, like it's these cool powers or something. Yeah. Well, uh, they implied and, that and again. The... It was probably budgetary that they couldn't yeah. do those things. And um, Shang Tsung or Cabai Sang, I just like to call him that because he was in Mortal Kombat. Anyways, um. Cabai Sang says that, like, it, they're strong, basically says, like, oh, yeah, the three skulls are strong, but they're useless unless you have the fourth one, which is the ring. So yeah. I just kind of put, you know, like, oh, so they're, the three skulls are strong, but they're not going to be nearly as strong unless you control the fourth skull, which is the little ring. But, um, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, and then, then it was, it was used for nothing but a, as a tool to destroy the three skulls. Yeah, exactly. Like, so then does his ring lose all of its powers or what? I wouldn't I think mean, so. So oh, that's all I that's all I really had. My my um, last there wasn't, problem there wasn't a whole there wasn't a whole lot that I was like oh, you know cuz like I mean yeah. we 
go into it later, I think. But um, my very last problem was after the island explodes or you know volcano erupts, and they're just kind of in the middle of nowhere. How did they just get back to Bengala? Did they somehow swim back and the the, the seaplane was still there? Mm-hmm. Or? Bengala's not that far from the. I mean, Devil's Triangle. I guess maybe it's just right. Maybe it was just right next door the whole time. Yeah, and who knows? Yeah, the maybe they were just neighbors know. and had no idea. They're like, oh, the, <laughs> the pirates that we've been at war with for four hundred years are right there. Hey, hey, guys! <laughs> you could see they're waving at each other from the beaches <laughs> of their island. Uh, all right. Um, well, I'm gonna have to kind of live edit my list of favorite parts and lines because it's almost. I almost have a whole page. Okay, you want, me, so, you want me to go first? I'm going to let you start with one, and we'll alternate. And So go ahead and go first. Okay. Your, your first so the, part. the projector scene in the in uh-huh. the, the, the the skyscraper. Yeah. The slideshow to his company at the very is the last slide. Like, it shows, like, the, the skulls. Yeah. And then he slides it to another slide. And then the last slide is his company. It just reminded me of when Michael Scott makes that Scranton <laughs> video. And it's just great Scott at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it reminded me oh, of. Oh, that's so actually I got, kinda, funny. I kind of got a laugh at it because it was just like a Drax Industries at the yeah. end. <laughs> that's and actually. kind of looked around the room like, yeah, did you see that logo? It's pretty sweet. <laughs> I yeah, that's actually so subtle. That's hilarious. Um, so like, I I almost wrote down like a favorite part from like every scene. But like I said, I love this movie. So um, I love the face. Of the kid after he drives the truck across the bridge, he's like so smug. Yeah, he's just like uh, check out what I just did that you couldn't do, idiot, <laughs> or something like that. I love that. Yeah, that kid was that kid in his little parts was funny, just a yeah. little bit. And then like even with the phantom at the end, the phantom yeah. tells him something in his language, and the kid's like, uh huh, yep, not gonna do that again. Yeah, he's like stay away from bad guys. So again, in that the scene with the mob bosses, that guy's like, nah, I'm I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. You know, and it's like in again parallel to the the Batman movies of the '90s, uh, the Joker is like, "Yeah, you can leave, no big deal." And then he yeah. says, "We'll just sh- we'll just shake hands, and you can go ahead and leave." And then he electrocutes him with that hand buzzer. Mm-hmm. This dude just hucks that African spear across the room into the back of that dude, <laughs> pins him up against the wall. Yeah, <laughs> it was and so funny. I love when they're like he pulls the spear out and the body falls. He like picks at the wall at the wall because apparently the spear went all the way through him and like damaged his wall a bit and he's like yeah oh darn it i ruined my wall yeah dude that that just the grabbing that floppy prop spear off the yeah. wall and throwing it across was hilarious yeah which i kind of am curious does xander drax have like martial arts training why didn't we really get know. to see that because that was a pretty good throw just, Maybe he just thought, hey, these are used for throwing. I'm going to kill this guy. He got lucky. Yeah, maybe he was a, a ja- uh, Olympic javelin tosser. Or maybe. We, we'll never know. I mean, how did he get rich? I mean, never mind. He's a mobster. Anyways, we all know how <laughs> he got rich. Um, let's see. Uh, so one of my favorite things at the beginning as well is when, like, the Phantom lands on the, the hood of the truck and James Remar goes like, ah! And, like, yeah. just the look on his face is just... He's clearly forcing that yell and is not actually shocked that to see this guy just land on his hood. Just the, the look on his face when he yells it yeah. gets me every single time. <laughs> I I love it. Also, side note, James Remar is in the show um, Black Lightning. Fantastic in that show. Anyways. The quote, God is dead. Darkness rules the earth. America uh-huh. is in ruins. Europe and Asia are on the brink of self-annihilation. Chaos reigns. I like I've always said there's an opportunity in the chaos. I just wondered how they predicted Donald Trump's cabinet speech to his cabinet in yeah, 2016. I, I was about to say, so are you saying this holds up in 2020? <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder where they got that speech. How they got yeah. that speech in the night in 97. In 1996, yeah, that was Or crazy. maybe or maybe Donald Trump is just a huge fan of the Phantom oh. and <laughs> just used it. He's I'm going to quote my favorite favorite movie, the best movie ever. Many of my friends said it's the best Zan- movie ever. My role model, Xander Drax. <laughs> yeah. The greatest hero in, in movie history, Xander Drax. Mr. Trump, I think you're watching that movie wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that, that quote was great. It was just really great. Super over the top, like, incredibly campy supervillain. Yeah. It was, it was really good. 
I love that there's like a not really addressed love triangle. I mean, it's mostly from Catherine Zeta Jones's perspective that there's a triangle, but like yeah. in the first scene where it's it's the fan, he drops into the boat like through the laundry chute, and then like she just immediately like kisses him, and then he's like he looks to Diana, is like tie her up. Her face of rejection looks it's just so funny to me. There, she's just like, <laughs> ah, what? <laughs> and, uh, hey man, and then, like Captain in the next Zeta scene, Jones, she's like, "No one says, no one says no to Captain Zeta Jones, not the fans." Yeah, yeah I definitely wouldn't. I mean, what? <laughs> Neither uh, Michael Scarn, dude, is his wife. Yeah. <laughs> the scenes with Al, the cab driver, that first one where he's just, he's like, "Hey, man, this is not real money. Yeah. What's up with this?" And he's like, well, "It's Bengali money." He's like, "Yeah, I would like something of the of like, the realm, the realm of the realm, please." I love it. Was that really line. funny. And then he gives him those opals and rubies and all things, and that dime, dude's like, gems. that dude is just staring at him like, are you shitting me, man? Like, you're gonna, you made me drive you from JFK or LaGuardia or wherever in New York City yeah. or whatever boat port. I don't know if they had yeah, airplanes. Yeah, I don't, back I don't then. know it was around in that era. And, and he's like, you're gonna make me drive you from this port uh, all the way to downtown Manhattan, and you're gonna pay me with rocks, yeah. and then. He comes back out 15, 20 minutes later, which is how long was how long was Billy Zane in that building? Because that Al had those stones appraised, and I would imagine like today to get a, a you know something appraised, you have to make an appointment and stuff. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine it was any quicker process in the thirties. And this dude's like, I had those stones appraised while you were inside. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can call me Al. Like yeah. their best buddies. And, and then also, him just being like his Alfred, uh, yeah. the rest of the movie, driving him around New York and making sure that he's chasing the bad guys and stuff was really funny. And I'm just curious as to how much money that would have gotten him. Like, oh, yeah, that's enough to, you know, afford my house for the next week. I would assume that, like, he basically just made that guy super rich. Yeah. I'm a, with all those legitimate gems. I can retire as a cab driver. Yeah, he can buy the cab company it. now. Um, <laughs> yeah so go ahead Next um, one. one of my favorite lines was after like the initial rescue uh, from the airplane you know where they do the, the horse they jump onto the horse and yes. then she's like I just feel a little dizzy and he's like huh must be the humidity like <laughs> just making a joke that like oh yeah you didn't just go through this crazy kidnapping and rescue and jumping off of a plane I love that that, that was a good line well delivered I also really like the set design and the locations where they shot it. Yeah. The fight scene with Shang Soon yeah. from Mortal Kombat. Him just showing up in this movie. He's also Johnny Tsunami's grandpa. Yep. So I that's what I know him from is Mortal Kombat and Johnny Tsunami. Yep. And those are two very contrasting characters. So yeah, they are. It's funny when he shows up as a villain in a movie because I saw Johnny Tsunami first. And then oh, really? later on I saw Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Oh, uh, my parent, my mom wasn't much up on violent, super violent fight video games. Uh huh. Um, That's alright. So I wasn't sure. allowed to watch the movie. Yeah, and then I, I watched it. I mean, it wasn't like I was banished until. Yeah. High school. I watched it when I was like in fifth grade. Okay. At a friend's house, but yeah, that uh, Johnny Tsunami's grandpa being an, uh, another villain in a movie is funny. I just like to think I just like to think that he was a villain and then he retired to be a surfer grandpa. Yeah. And Johnny Tsunami just has no idea of all the atrocities that that, he that his grandpa's done. Yeah. <laughs> throughout his life. Yeah, I know him from Mortal Kombat first and then this movie. So for me it was just it made sense. I'm like, "Oh, look, that works out great. He had to play in the he's, exact same way." <laughs> he's got a he's got a very great villain face. He's got very yeah. sharp features. Yeah. Um so he, he just like look, scrunches his look, face down. He looks evil. Yeah, he can look very intimidating. Yeah, um, very easily. So yeah, jo uh Johnny Tsunami Shang Tsung uh in this movie was a nice surprise. I I still so the the whole Jimmy character we talked about earlier. I just love that he just he's trying so so hard to impress Diana and like sweep her off her feet and like th there's like the kitchen scene where he's like now how does you know you and me sound she takes a bite of her sandwich and goes baloney like you know talking about the sandwich and she that, put an uncomfortable that... amount of mayonnaise on that sandwich by the way <laughs> it was disgusting 
She was in the 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 the, uh, the Arctic, so she needed that mayonnaise. I don't know. Disgusting. Gross. <laughs> she uh, lost all attractive appeal when she put a, a pound of mayonnaise on her sandwich. So Christy Swanson plays Diana Palmer, and my first exposure to her—that sounds weird. That sounds weird the way I said it. Anyway, the first time I saw her was she was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and she's the girl um, in the classroom where she's like my. My cousin something something and starts going listing all these okay. other people. She's that girl. That's what My I know her from. Cousin's brother's girlfriend's best friend's boyfriend saw Ferris pass out at a Thirty One Flavors. Thirty One yeah. Flavors last night. Burn That's you. her. Thank That's... you, Sim- Samantha. Yeah, uh, Simone. That's what it was. No it, problem whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So that was her, and that's the first time I saw her. And then she was in a Pretty in Pink, and then she was in a few other. Oh uh, uh, yeah, you're you're a big. Uh, was that guy's name? John Hughes. Writer. Yeah, I'm a you're John big Hughes John Hughesman. Yeah. John Hughesman over here. You're not John. a swankster. You're a John Hughesman. I'm a, I'm a Hughesman. You're a John boy. Yeah. <laughs> John, John boy Hughesman. There we go. <laughs> That's going to be my new Twitter handle. <laughs> and no one's going to get it. Tweet at us if you're a John boy Hughesman. Yeah. You could be You could be John boy Hughesman with Jacob, with Jake yeah. Spencer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where I know her from. Anyways. But as far as everybody else, this is the first movie I saw any of them in. Like, first time I saw Billy Zane, Tree Williams, Captain Zeta Jones. So. See, I I saw Titanic whenever. I mean, I think I saw Titanic in theaters. I went with my family. I think this uh, came out which before is, Titanic. Is a great was it with a great thing? A great time to go see Titanic with your family is when you're a kid that yeah. doesn't know why all the awkward scenes are awkward. <laughs> oh, actually, scratch that. I saw Billy Zane in Back to the Future. Oh yeah, I forget that he's in Back to the Future. He's he one of ki- he's one of uh, Biff's cronies. Biff's yeah, henchman crony guys. Yeah, yeah that's right. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> I think he's the guy with the 3D glasses. Or, I don't know, he's one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, the future the future bullies in that movie are great. They have like 3D glasses and yeah. weird silver spray paint skate <laughs> like skateboard uh, hoverboards helmets and, stuff, and things. Yeah. Uh, let's see another favorite part i'm just gonna skip to the end when they're sitting there shooting the lasers at each other and like they're just making the weirdest squint poo faces yeah, to make the I lasers always, stronger I, I always wonder what that filming that stuff is like it, um uh, oh my gosh i in, can like in real it. life uh or like uh like like heavy intimate scenes in movies <laughs> like what it's like to film or what it's like to be a person in there like if you're just the boom mic guy over like a like a, a you know a romantic scene in a movie and you're just having to stand there and watch two people and you know there's a level of professionalism that goes in any workplace but it's yeah. still just got to be a weird thing uh to film or like the scene in star wars where uh uh the force awakens where kylo ren is trying to extract the information out oh, of Ray's yeah. head and they're both just <laughs> at each other it's just like that's gotta be such a funny thing to so, like film i'll say a little bit from my experience being on set like doing stuff like that or saying things that just they they're, it's just weird to say but it makes sense in the in the scheme of the film it's so weird it's like uncomfortable it's awkward but if you just i don't know like i haven't done a romance scene but like most of the time they're thoroughly unromantic and like i'll uh whatever. i'll be getting one ticket to jake spencer's romance scene please oh god i'm gonna look it up i'm just gonna look it up on google jake spencer sex scene if that play. ever happens i'm just gonna be like please don't watch that no i'm gonna i'm gonna pin that to my twitter at the top top yeah, of my feed like i knew this guy in college Look at this guy. You see this guy's butt? That's my buddy Jake. That's my buddy Jake right there. <laughs> but yeah, like just filming stuff like that is just so it can be so awkward and embarrassing. Like especially when you got people like the boom guy or the person on the camera like cuz a lot of times they're not going to give you the reaction that you like at least from my my experience. They're just like, "Oh yeah, great job." And you're just like, "Are you sure?" I mean, it feels like I'm it feels ridiculous to have done that and said that. <laughs> Please help me not feel so ridiculous that's kind of how that feels like nope it's pretty much ridiculous we can't really do anything to leave your feeling right now i'm yeah. sorry because especially like you know on the topic of like the romance scenes or whatever there's usually like at least 30 other people sitting there watching you so it's like trying to you know kiss someone and be romantic it's just like like with 
a crowd of people watching like to make sure you get it right you're just like oh you just go, you're going to watch me do this. You're going to watch me, you know, put my face under her face. Yep. That's what, we, oh. that's what we're paid for. Okay. I mean, um, and some of those change for other movies. Anyways, we'll move on. Moving on. My last thing that I had was, you know, they talked about these pirates. The whole movie. Yeah. What was the clans called? The Sang Brotherhood. Sang Brotherhood. The name Sang Brotherhood. It gives you this, you know like understanding or base knowledge that it's like probably a Pacific ocean Asian style pirate. Like in like the pirates of the Caribbean, they go to wherever that place is with the Japanese pirates. Yeah. Whatever that place is. And then they get to this Island and it's just a bunch of Peter Pan swashbuckling striped shirt wearing pirates. I was like, Oh, and then you have the two Asian guys, which is Shang Tsung and like his his uh, right hand man. Everyone else is like Mr. Shmee. I was like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah, that's always hilarious, too. <laughs> you know, there was other types of pirates, guys. There wasn't just white pirates. Oh, yeah. White stereotypical they're, pirates. Yeah, you, you could uh, you could at least be a little true to the area that you're in. But Yeah. That, and that... Yeah, that that's always that was always hilarious to me. It's just that like, was the oh, that was the last thing that I had for. Oh man, I had parts so many. That I enjoyed. I'm, uh, I'll kind of I'll kind of go through, um, and my uh, like not not the rest of my list, but a few of them. Like, uh, let's see when when they're in New York and he turns into the or he, you know changes into the Phantom, and jumps out of nowhere and choke. And I wrote down chokes out two guys with power thighs. <laughs> yeah, or just a. There's no telling when the last time you watched that suit was. Maybe it was just the odor of that suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, way to give up your secret identity, man. Seriously, I mean, that, they couldn't figure he, out by the, then who it was. Then at the end, at the end, she's like, uh, "You could take your mask off, Kit," and he's like, "What?" It's like, like dude, like you left like, the room and came back as the Phantom. You're not. And then Superman. it's just like everybody just like, "What about Kit Walker? What happened to him?" Oh, the Phantom's here. Whatever. Or then, like, she couldn't... So they were dating in, in college, and she... And then she... So she gets rescued by the Phantom. Same height, same build, same jawline, same voice as her ex-boyfriend, who visits her in New York, like, a week later or something like that, and who has the same voice, the same jawline, like... Yeah. And that's... You know, that's the thing with, like, not wearing... Like, he's wearing, like, a cowl, but yeah. the face is out of it. Yeah, it's like Batman's cowl covers covers down to his nose. Yeah, uh, but guys and like superheroes like Robin, and uh, like it's like Superman just takes off glasses. Everyone makes yeah. fun of that. How would you not know? You know, it's the same thing here. It's like this dude is wearing. You can see his full face except for these little little goggle masks he's wearing. Yeah, um, he's very obviously the same person. Yeah, that, but. Yeah, I just I just kind of like normally ignore that. Like, I think there's like a, a superhero thing where it's just implied that uh, when they put on their cowl, they're unrecognizable. Yeah, somehow. you gotta it's a you have to suspend disbelief yeah, a little bit. Exactly. Be- because even to a certain point, like you can tell, like with Ben Affleck with the Batman cowl on, he still looks like Ben Affleck. You can yeah. tell, especially when guys have sh- like certain jawline very, very strong jawlines yeah, yeah and and it's like you could tell it was george clooney in the batman hood yeah. and and things like that especially so when have... they're rescuing people that they know as their regular alter ego like their yeah. normal person they're just like like if my little brother rescued me and he was wearing a mask and i can only see his jaw I'd just be like oh what's up jess you know i would know jess immediately is a, jess is the older brother dude oh my gosh <laughs> what up, Jesse? <laughs> uh, that is an inside joke. Should I explain it? No, no, no. No, I'll I'm not going to explain an inside joke. Would you recommend it to a friend? I obviously do. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, okay. I said, it's a pretty fun watch. It's got really funny, campy superhero versus villain scenes in it. It's, uh, you know... They re- Billy Zane really leans into the eccentric, suave guy. Yeah. Type, Bruce Wayne. Type. Except, except not super haunted and troubled. I mean, yeah. yeah, 
he had a parent die. But I yeah, mean, I'm thinking. I'm thinking more. I'm thinking moping. more like you know the yeah. Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Oh yeah, Batman. Yeah. Um, and then the villain Drax is very mustache twirling, yeah. 1930s gangster, which is really great. Um, like it, like in Dick Tracy or like the guys in the mask. Yes. Yes. Uh, the guys in the mask. That's another movie. It really reminds me of what the villains is those guys, yeah. the villains and henchmen in the mask, and then you just have Jim Carrey farting all over the place in that movie. <laughs> um, oh gosh. It's a good, and I, I put it, it's a good trip back to the '90s before superhero movies became these big multi-billion-dollar sagas. Yeah, yeah, like that's Like every, true. you know, they, the like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe started in two eight two thousand and eight, and the final movie of that that era ended in twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. So it was like a long, it's like a long, drawn out ten year process where all of these movies, minus like a few, are. Yeah interwoven into this more overarching uh story and like this movie probably more because it flopped is like a quick dip into a world that yeah you know they don't really do anymore um and kind of like you said they did a run of these movies that just didn't do very well because they're just yeah. you know they're not uh, super well-known superheroes i mean it said that the the Phantom. I read that the Phantom was super popular in like Thailand or something. Yeah. But he wore like he wore like a like a maroon or kind of reddish purple thing, and they were kind of taken back when he was in the all purple suit because that red the the color that he wears in the comics in Thailand is like represented representative to like their culture and like uh-huh. empowering and all this stuff and comics were initially in black and white when they started and then when the when they started to colorize them it had already gained super huge popularity in thailand to which they colored him that purple red color yeah and then they released the movie and he's just it's just straight purple yeah um but you know they just don't do movies like this anymore so it's i mean it's a fun you know a fun look into hollywood trying to do something different yeah now everything you know they got to make they're trying to make the most money possible and yeah make a good overall product and so, they wanted to make sequels but because of its box office flop they didn't yeah, have enough. that's they one couldn't. of my fun facts <laughs> yeah it's not so, so fun for you because you like this movie but yeah i mean i would have loved it i would have loved the sequel but maybe they'll reboot it you never know they maybe they have they there's there's it. other iterations there was a, a tv show that oh gosh i think it was an there was some kind of a like a, a TV show that came out a few years back. I never actually watched it, but there's a few other iterations of it that aren't. But I mean, I don't think it was made in America. Or you know, some. I mean, some. They've rebooted crazier things. They might. Yeah. They might do it, and you know, Billy Zane could. Yeah. Come back and reprise his role as someone that's passed or, the torch on to somebody else. Yeah, he could be the dad. Um, but I, I had something I was gonna say that I briefly forgot. Oh yeah, so even though it didn't get a box office hit, it actually got way more success afterwards. Yeah, distribution like and, movies, and, yeah. and syndication and stuff. It being on TV probably helped yeah. it. Um, that's a lot of those movies. There's a movie yeah. with Kurt Russell that's on the the Have You Seen This list yeah. um, called Soldier. That's like that. I really love that movie, and it's just a stupid ninety action nineties action oh. movie. But that's perfect because I haven't seen that. People, so we'll a lot of people have never heard of it. Yeah, um, I've heard of it, it. Haven't seen it. You know, there's a there's a run of those just movies that didn't do well in the box office, and then they get released to the yeah. public, and they're in you know five dollar bins or whatever. Movie movie yeah. movie store goes out and parents go buy 20 new movies 20 new dvds for like 10 bucks yep so let's see all right what do we got up next jake um does it hold up in 2020 i mean i said yes there aren't any really problematic depictions in the movie even uh-huh. with like the the asian characters and the stuff they're not like yeah. overly stereotypical not, yeah, or exactly. offensive um Said it's a 1930s period piece, which helps it in that way. Mm-hmm. They had a specific idea of what they wanted, um, but also 
to be set in those times and nothing in it be offensive is also a well a good achievement yeah. because I think the the only things that's that as far as like things that could be potentially be offensive is how aggressively some of the men were to or how aggressive the men were to Diana Palmer like yeah but like she that's the thing that I sense. did that's the thing that I really did like it about it she wasn't a damsel in distress or anything yeah. she she kicked a lot of ass in the movie on her own yeah yeah that's, and that's and, what and, i liked and anytime anytime that he tried to help her the phantom you know she was very much i don't need your help and then she would whoop some dude so one thing to think about is that the two female leads are both strong women yeah you know and that's something you you didn't see too much well i mean in a superhero movie in the 90s where the the, the women could fight alongside of the main superhero usually it's just it's the superhero saving the day and doing it all himself, you know. Or Batgirl goes and fights Poison Ivy, and Batman yeah. and Robin go fight the men. Freeze. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's actually a really good point. So and it then does, I said, yeah. uh, I said Billy Zane's character. The only thing, probably, if this was recasted today, Billy Zane's character would probably be casted as someone that's ethnicity is from the region of where the movie's yeah. taking place. Yeah. Because even if it was like a shipwreck or a pirate attack or whatever, I know in the comic books it's like it takes place in Africa, but this yeah. one's in It's Bengali. in Indonesia. Yeah. Um, it would just make more sense for that character to be from that area rather yeah. than it be just this white dude. Yeah. I'm sure that uh, – because I think the, the original – I think they were what uh, – it doesn't say who – the family was, but it yeah. looks like and, they were just. I would the assume movie they were was, merchants. The movie was pretty vague about it as well. Yeah, but you know, in the 1930s, there wasn't a whole lot of world traveling going on um, yeah. for like people of normal wealth. Yeah, so it would make more sense for it to be someone like a like a someone from Africa or someone from yeah. Indonesia or something to be the phantom. That would be interesting for sure. And then, and then the 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 superhero. I don't know what you would call it. That's how he got to New York City and was able to study. That they sent him so he could be like a world, like a like a knew more than just his region type of thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, those are the only two things that I had to say about does it hold up in twenty twenty. I think it's perfectly fine. I you know. I wouldn't feel awkward showing it to people now. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think you were gonna have such a positive reaction to this movie. So I, I, I mean, I didn't think you were gonna hate it. I just didn't. I thought you were just gonna be like, eh, I don't care about it. I don't really. Whatever. I didn't. I'm. I'm actually very surprised. I, mean, I usually re- always am. I put rewatchability. I said, you know, it's got. You know, it's if it's on TV or something. Yeah, I would watch it. I probably wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. Yeah, I definitely. Um, would, but. But on the positive side, for its rewatchability, the plot's not super hard to follow, so you don't have to pay attention to it. Or you could come in halfway and then leave the room and come back, and you wouldn't have any hard, you wouldn't have a hard time following along with what's going on. Yeah. Um, And then the movie, you know, it's only like an hour and something. It's not. It's not. It's under two hours, so it's like a. It's a pretty quick watch. Um. But I mean, like, yeah, I probably wouldn't rent it to watch it again, or yeah, I bought it, buy <laughs> it, or buy it, or anything. Um, but I'm sure there's. I mean, you'll probably never watch Scream again. That that's, type of thing. That's a fair. That's a fair point. Uh, it's just different strokes for different folks. Exactly. It's okay exactly. to to have differing opinions. Um. So for fun facts, fun facts? Give, give me a fun fact, Jake. Well, I had already mentioned about how it was that one of the writers was or- originally trying to make it like an over-the-top comedy superhero film, and yeah. that he said it was a dis- disaster that it was played straight, and he c- he blames that for the reason yeah. why it didn't do so well. But I I like it more that it wasn't played where everything that was said was just was a joke, and uh, I like that it was overly overly quippy. Yeah. Many quips. Do, you, do you have another? I've got a few more fun facts. Yeah, I have, uh, I have one. Uh, my first one was probably leans into the fact that they didn't decide to make it super funny. Okay. One of the Phantom's trademarks in the comic strip is his striped underpants. Yep. <laughs> and was tried in the, on the movie uh, costume, but reportedly looked too silly to use in the final film. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. So he just had striped underwear on the outside of that suit. 
Yeah, speaking of the suit, another fun fact, they built, so they made the suit that you see in the movie, and then they made a Batman-style suit where the muscles are built in, but they never used the second one because Billy Zane got super jacked for the movie. Oh, yeah, Billy and Biceps, he, dude. I read that, too. Yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't really fit into the muscle suit because he had muscles of his own. Billy Swole. Yeah. Bill, Billy Biceps. Yeah. Several scenes were uh, filmed developing a romance between the Phantom Kit Walker and Diana Palmer were shot in Thailand, but the director, Simon Windsor, reportedly ditched them because yeah. he wanted the film to be more fast-paced. Good call. Yeah, that would have slowed the movie down Good and made call. it... It would have... Ah, yeah, it just wouldn't Yeah, have it's, it's, not, it's not needed exposition. The... What's in the movie of like, oh, the Phantom obviously loves you because yeah. they were love they dated in, in college. a prior, prior era of life. So yeah. that's all I needed to know. I mean, I don't need to be, you know, your audience isn't stupid. They don't have to yeah. be explained. These people are falling in love. And then um, I have so. one where the Palmer Mansion scene where they're at that big party uh, yeah. that, for the fundraiser. That is the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought that was funny. It's like maybe they have uh, Hugh running around in the background somewhere. That would have been hilarious. Um, this movie was originally going to be a trilogy. However, it bombed, so they canceled the the sequels. Yeah. Uh, sad trombone for Jake Spencer. Yeah. Maybe I'll uh, maybe went, uh, I'll I'll go make make the two sequels later on. Yeah. You could be, the, the, you I, could be the, Phantom. the Phantom. I'll play the Phantom. Heck yeah. <laughs> That would be like a redheaded guy from I, I would from I would Indonesia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like you're from Indonesia. You don't I, look like you were raised in the jungle. I am. You don't even have a tan. What's up? <laughs> Cuz I wear that costume. skin tight suit all the time. That's why I <laughs> don't tan. Yeah, your fa your face where the suits cut out in the and it's where just the sunburnt. Suits, <laughs> it's just sunburnt. It's like this dude's the phantom over here. <laughs> it's like no i'm not yes you are oh you're the phantom <laughs> that would be funny just to do as like a little parody troll video. That, i'm writing that down i'm gonna do that um, um yeah go ahead see, i got one written down that says uh both carrie hiroki tagawa and james remar were in mortal kombat movies obviously tagawa played shang sung in the first mortal kombat james remar played raiden in mortal kombat annihilation also side fun fact my acting teacher played Raiden in the Mortal Kombat TV show in like the Dude, late 90s or early 2000s. I have this queued up just for this point because I had the same fun fact. Okay. <laughs> I went and screen grabbed that just for this because of uh, Chris Remar and, and Shang Tsung um, being in this movie. And have you seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation? I have not. Dude, it's bad. Yeah, and that's plays why Raiden I... Because Christopher Lambert plays Raiden in the first one. In the first one, yeah. Ha, I'm Raiden. Yeah. And then he's, he's very much like, in the second one, he's like... <laughs> Shang Tsung or Khan is coming back. They're like two completely yeah. different actors. And yeah. I want to say he doesn't even have the Raiden powers in Mortal Kombat Annihilation because they're in the Earth realm and he can't yeah. use them or something. Um, so he's just this weird white dude because he has the long hair at the first. And then when uh, he loses his powers, it's like he gets a haircut. And he comes yeah. in and like, because he's got the robes, the robe and the long hair and the stuff. And then... Uh, it's like James Raymar was like, yeah, I'm not wearing that for the whole movie because yeah. then it's like, oh, he loses his, he lost his powers, and he comes in, he's wearing like a, like a, leather vest that was in the Warriors, and like he's got short gray Raiden hair. Yeah, potential castings. I found that Bruce Campbell, and okay, it says Kevin Smith, but this was not the Kevin Smith. From, Kevin W. Smith. I could yeah. not find who Kevin W. Smith is. Okay, so this guy, this other Kevin Smith, um, he was in Hercules and Xena Warrior Princess. Uh, and then, okay, like the he's like a he's like a hardcore Christian guy nowadays. Oh, that guy. He's in all those. He's in all those like God's Not Dead movies. Uh, well, this actually, this Kevin Smith, I think, passed away. 
Oh, really? Yeah. But so Bruce Campbell and this Kevin Smith guy were slated to play the Phantom, and hey, also man. Dolph hey. Lundgren was considered. Yeah, I want to. I want to weigh version. on. I want to weigh in on the Bruce Campbell casting. Yeah, I would have for sure watched this movie if Bruce oh. Campbell was in it. Me too. I I love those Evil Dead movies. Yeah, Army of Darkness was hilarious, but that's yes. also why I loved it because it was funny. Uh, let's see, uh, Jenny McCarthy and Jennifer Lopez auditioned to play for the role or play the role of Sala, which went to Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah, eh. and it's because I... it went to CZJ because uh, the director worked with her on Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Yeah, and. I don't know much about 90s. I haven't seen much of, you know, I know she played Selena. Yeah. But not like 90s actress. She was an Anaconda, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I've seen Jenny McCarthy and stuff, and she's not a very good actress. Yeah, I don't. So. I can't I can't name something that I've seen her in off the top of my head. So. I'm pretty sure it was like one of those scary movie movies that I've seen her in. Oh, okay. And like those movies are purposely bad, and she was like bad even in, like, retrospect to what that movie was. So, um, she's, she's just not a very good actress. Um, I'm sure Jennifer Lopez would probably be fine. She's pretty good, and I think she's in, she's in Selena, Anaconda. She's been in some other things that are, like, I think Made in Manhattan is a movie Mm -hmm. that she was in. Uh, Geely, which is famously horrible. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. With but uh, Ben Affleck. But yeah, this were, this movie uh, was the first time I've seen Catherine Zeta-Jones, and I thought she was great. So um, I, th- I think that's it. I mean, that's all I have. Yeah. Like. So uh, what what movie are we up for next week? Uh, we're going to be doing the splits and doing some kung fu with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme Ooh. in Bloodsport from... 1988. The good old days. Uh, yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Donald Gibb, Leah, Leah, Leah Ayres, and Norman Burton. And then what's the guy's name? Bolo Young. Bolo, he plays Chong Lee. Sounds one of the, good to one me. Of the, one of the great villains in action history. And where can we find you on social medias oh well Bloodsport's on netflix so oh easy find easy find find Bloodsport. um for us for we for uh for our podcast have you seen this we're on twitter at seen this have you and then on facebook and instagram we are the hyst podcast uh hit us up on any of the socials tell us whether you like the show or not um yeah also, give us a five-star iTunes review. Write a little something-something. We'll, we'll read it if you write it. Um, you know, good, mean, whatever. We don't care. Yeah. Whatever you want to put. We just uh, appreciate me personally, uh, Twitter, uh, Ethan Tyler Wilson with no E in Tyler, and the same on Instagram, cross-platform. And then I'm just Jake Spencer, J-A-E-K-S-P-E-N-C-E-R on both Twitter and Instagram. And that's going to do it for me. Yep, and me too. You know, stay safe. Wear masks. Go vote. Jake, go vote. I already did. Jake already voted. He's in California, mail-in ballot man. I'm going to wait till the end of the month to go vote at the stadium here in Tulsa. Nice. So, until next time, I'm Ethan Wilson. And I'm Jake. Just have you seen this podcast. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) 